everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. Um, I have called up Ben to discuss the um, newest film from, uh, I'm going to butcher's name, Panos Cosmatos, who, this is his second effort after, what's that movie called? Um, Beyond the Black Rainbow, which I have not seen. Have you seen that, Ben? No, but I'm planning on it pretty soon yeah <laughs> his latest effort is mandy which is tearing up the internets with a lot of love and praise and i think we both and I, I know we ben and i both enjoy this movie but ben went really gaga for this one so i'm gonna let him tell us what mandy is tell us what he thinks and then i kind of want to talk to him about it because i was well like i said i enjoyed the movie I did not get on the level that Ben is, but Ben's not alone. There, I'm seeing. I've seen multiple people across Twitter call this the best movie they've seen this year, um, including Guillermo del Toro. So you're in good company, Ben. But um, yeah, tell us what Mandy is, and um, tell us what you thought, and then we can get into it a little bit. So uh, Mandy is kind of like it starts out as like a uh, kind of like a romance drama focused on. Uh, Nick Cage, which it's so weird, like Nick Cage, you know, being such a, because he's known for like kind of cheesy movies, but he's so, he's such a good actor. Uh, and I'm glad he got another chance to really shine. And I'm, I'm going to butcher her name. Uh, Andrea Riceboro. Uh, Riceboro. It's, it's Riceboro. Yeah. Riceboro. Yeah. Riceboro. Riceboro. Okay. As just this couple, um, and then it takes, about halfway, it takes a pretty sharp turn into, like, horror, revenge, thriller territory. Um, and the whole movie is bolstered by just some, some absolutely crazy visuals. Uh, there's one shot that's probably my favorite shot in any movie this year. Uh, Which was? Much- I, I'm curious. Can we go into full spoilers? Yeah, this is already? yeah, okay. this is going to okay. be all spoilery. Uh, it's the shot with uh, Riceboro, Riceboro, and um, I always think of him as the dude from like the last Law and Order seasons. He wasn't any good though, or the show wasn't any good at that time though. But he was uh, Linus Roach. Uh, okay. That that sequence when they're kind of looking at each other and their faces are kind of combining, going back and forth. Mm. Yeah. That yeah. that was just so like bonkers to me i i love that um and it's also like uh another thing he really has going for it is just nick cage has this just this huge range uh he goes from like this very calm contemplative guy to like a savage animal almost just like so bloodthirsty and it's it's done so well um and I, I don't want to use the word or the like the, the phrase like artistic grindhouse because I feel like that's kind of a it's almost like an oxymoron because a grindhouse is supposed to just be this gnarly kind of uh, thing. But this was like it was done so well and like the, it shot in credit. It's shot so, so well. And the the action is like it's short, but it's really intense. Um there, there are some moments of violence where I'm just like covering my, like I'm covering my mouth. Others, like I'm wincing. There was one where I was just kind of laughing out loud. Uh, 
and it, it just there's nothing about this movie that I didn't like. It's beautiful. The acting's fantastic in in every regard, especially Nick Cage. Uh, it's. I would say he's the third or fourth. I mean, he's good in it, but I I mean, I'm putting Riceboro, Roach, um, the guy who played Brother Swan. Uh, he's the main guy, the right? That was the main. Uh, Brother Swan was the guy, yeah. Like he was his, like the, his he main, was his, his number his main two. acolyte. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. The um, woman was great too. The 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 creepy older. Oh lady. yeah, and, like that yeah. that last bit with her and Cage just like made my skin crawl so much. And it's like after all the shit we'd already seen, it's just like, Gugh. uh, she was great. Um, but I mean, you you can't tell me like that 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 sequence with Nick Cage like just watching as uh, Mandy is just like burned alive. No, that I mean that, that that was the turning point of the movie for me. I uh, when I told Ben, and now granted, there it could have been some expectations to this. I I had been hearing about this movie for a while, and that the second half was like balls to the wall, fucking crazy. Which I'm not disagreeing that it is. But I didn't, I did not enjoy it nearly as much as I did the slow burn romance. That's the romance is like the first quarter of the movie, and then it takes us into the this Jeremiah Sand, which is the Linus Roach character, um, is like a Jesus freak. Guy. They actually they call him a Jesus freak yeah. at one point, yeah. which is kind of um, and you kind of get to start knowing his little group, and then. Mandy and Nick Cage, uh, who is Red, is his name, uh, they enter their sphere because uh, Jeremiah sees Mandy on the road and basically wants to enter derogatory towards women, and he probably wants to do it to her. Yeah, it's... And... But he's they're going to they're gonna do... But the, the, the wrinkle comes in is when his little right-hand man calls out these, like, devil... Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> motor, ...motorbike guys, and they're making sacrifices. And they drink, like, that weird, that weird, like... There's weird goop involved. And, and, and um, that's the same stuff that Nick Cage took, like, a dollop of, right? And then he was, like, tripping balls, I think. Yes. And they mentioned... <laughs> uh, so, I guess, I they to just clarify, we can, we can explain what all that is. There's yeah. a... Which, uh, there, there's a there's a chemist who creates this crazy form of LSD that these guys, these, so they're inferring that they're actually humans, um, correct? Yeah, and like, then they're they're, they're men. These these devil biker gang is actually humans. They're just so fucked up on this drug. Well, it's that not. They've lost is it humanity. his drug for sure? I thought it was like, didn't they? They were cutting. They were. They were just like this this crazy biker gang before, and then um, mm. I always call him Mac because he was Mac mm-hmm. in the in the original Predator. But uh, yeah. in in his in his like mini, Duke. yeah, yeah he, t- he tells him like it's it's uh, someone spiked their their drugs with something just so crazy that it just mm. totally okay. it totally drove them off the deep end. So they, but they I were, thought he went to the chemist to find out where they were, right? Or was that after he? It was after he. I think the first after guys he killed. Them. Yeah, the first was, guys he killed. The first guys them. he killed okay. were the bikers, and yeah. then he went okay. to the chemist. To, he went to, to the chemist to find uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But 
yeah, the obviously we're describing the plot here a little bit, but the movie's fucking crazy when it's fucking crazy. But <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, so the the turning point of the movie was so the, there's a scene where Mandy is burned alive, and my favorite shot, favorite in quotation marks shot of the movie, is there's a shot where you can see her face screaming through the bag that she's in i have no idea how they shot it it like looks incredible and it's haunting and it's terrifying yeah and it it is it i could totally see how that gives the viewer the motivation to let nick cage go crazy like he does uh it it's a great setup for that but for whatever reason i was just less intrigued by that back half as everybody else seems to be and I don't know what it was. Um, I know Ben. I, I you mentioned how I, I'm. I'm glad you acknowledged that the action is short bursted. Um, he kills through a lot of people, but that's where I'm wondering if expectations came in. Yeah, because it's a very it's a very like small portion of the movie. Because the movie's like almost exactly two hours, and there's maybe ten minutes of actual like super carnage throughout. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't but say. But I'd say it's the much back hour of the movie is him on, like I think the the, the she gets killed like at the ter- hour turning point. So the yeah. back half of the movie is him going on this kind of. Yeah. So even even when he's know. not like butchering those bad guys, it's still hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, like him him making that axe is like one of the most metal things I've seen in any movie ever. That was so badass. Yeah, I I, I agree. <laughs> I kind of I I like a lot of the ideas that they're going with. But I, I wonder if, and it's not, for what they do do with the budget, it's impressive. But I think you can just really feel the budget in the back half. Um, in the way they, you know, just, again, it's me being a little nitpicky, but just the way it's no, no, I can... often often lit. And like you said, it's short, like, the, the when he's killing the bikers in the house, you can, I could barely tell what was going on sometimes. It was so dark in there. And uh, you can see the edges of some pretty cool makeup work and stuff, but like I don't know, it also felt like it 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 had to it felt like the budget was holding it back from going to the crazy levels that they wanted to. Like it felt like they wanted I, I to go s- farther, I can but see, they couldn't. Yeah, I can see what you're saying, but it, it's also mm-hmm. one of those I I liked I liked how I it was never like I couldn't see the action, but it, there were. You know, we never really got a clear image of some of these biker guys, and I mm-hmm. like that it kept them. Yeah, it's like that less is more approach. Maybe that wasn't what they originally intended, but I think that's a good swerve if they couldn't. Um, yeah, if they couldn't make what they wanted to a reality. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't want to say the movie looks cheap. It does not look cheap. I think they do a good job of what they have. I think they use I their think budget the last really shot well. looks the la- or the last kill looks a little cheap, but it's so like. Over the top. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll take it. Uh, when he just squeezes. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't mind that at all. Um, I thought the chainsaw thing was, uh, that was the one oh, I felt was, shortchanged on actually. That was the one I laughed at actually. The guy just like yeah. falling onto the chainsaw it was just so. Oh god. But that I was don't know. So like gnarly. when you say <laughs> chainsaw sword fight, where Nick Cage's is a half, half the size of the other guy. <laughs> It's just this comically I, large chainsaw on the other yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that you say that sentence, and I can totally get why people just adore it and love it. But I don't know. I was, I was, I, it was just maybe a little too silly for me. Where I thought the first half of the movie 
really, really earned, especially Roach and his followers, who is Jeremiah Sand and his fo- they really earned the creepiness of those characters. But that's why, and... like, that's why I thought it was so gratifying seeing them like go down as quickly and violently as they did. I'm just like, mm-hmm. you get him, get him, Cage. Ugh! I guess I was intrigued to know more about, like, I was ready for them to get even more, you know, like, hate them even more. I don't know. Um, and do, do you feel like um, Sister Lucy, the younger, um, the youngest member of the cult, do you think I she f- got, do, do you think she should have been taken out? Or do you think she got let off? Or, like, why did he let her go? I think it's because he saw she was... Like the others, when they were killing Mandy, they seemed to be like totally enjoying yeah. it. Like they no, were. The, he did. He did earn the. Yeah. The director did earn that. They they because they they show everybody's face reacting to the. Uh... But that but that she was crying, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Or she was just. She like, was definitely not into it. Yeah, yes. she was like, "This is fucked up," and Cage is just like, "Okay, you're kind of a moral human being. I'll let you mm-hmm. go." That was that was the vibe I got. It's like, because he calls them just like pure evil. Mm-hmm. And I think to him, it's justice. This person, like, without them, she's going to go do her own thing and yeah. not be a fucking psychopath. I mean, she surely was the most innocent of yeah. them. And I think, yeah. like, now that she's not part of this, to, well, she would still be part of it if it existed, but he murdered everyone in this cult, so... Yeah, we also don't know what her the circumstances of her being, you know, like... Yeah, and it's like, I think she was doing things because she had to, whereas yeah. the others were doing things because they straight up wanted to. Mm-hmm. Except for, again, the older woman seemed like she was just so, so in love and so just focused on uh, Jeremiah. Like, she just, she lost her way in pursuit of him. Mm-hmm. So, she's almost kind of, like, tragic in a way, but also, like, just an awful human being by that point. I, I got her getting a lot of enjoyment out of the stuff she was doing so um well yeah because she especially because she was jealous it's like oh he likes her as opposed to me mm-hmm. so that was i think a big part of it too um i was re- i mean i man i was really bummed that Riceboro when she was killed uh, i was hoping she would get something more to do or oh like, like it well, like just an afterlife I, I don't know. kind of thing or something. Yeah, like so, a, something like yeah. Uh, I. It was really bummed to see her go. She was really great in her last moment. Besides being burned alive, um, I thought was amazing. Where she just laughs at this dude. Yeah, and, and she's like super it, high at the same time. She's yeah, just like um, I. Yeah, she was so good, and yeah. I. It was a great mo- like. I was with her. I was like, yeah, fuck you, this Jeremiah, you know. Yeah, like, and, I his, was right and his response, her. like, the way he reacted to was just perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, oh, um, I, I, I loved this movie so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. And you it's, went and big it's, on it. <laughs> and it's interesting, because um, cause you mentioned what, like, you, you had heard stuff about it before, before you mm-hmm. never saw it, and you said, Pete, it's like, people really like it if they can get on its wavelength it's like maybe you kind of fell off at that halfway point like it jarred you off well i mean i mean i think you'd agree with me the second half of the movie is a different animal than the first oh yeah oh it's it's they're two it's like two different movies just slammed together you know um the, the 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 second half of the movie and it doesn't it's not like it devolves into it knows what it's it it's intentionally doing what it's doing it's becoming this crazy over the top you know, and it and it would not fantasy. have, and it would not have worked without all that build up. Like it's like you really, yeah. you really care about Mandy. You really like 
her and Red's relationship, how they're just kind of away from the world mm-hmm. on their own. And you really want to see this the Jeremiah's group just suffer. You really want them dead. Yeah, uh, they did some excellent casting on, like, dudes with weird faces. <laughs> not, not, not to be judgmental, but, like, these guys just really leaned into it, too. Yeah. Like, the dude, the younger guy with the long blonde hair that gets the axe. He gets his axe. He's, like, washing the car. And the axe flies out of, you know, nowhere and kills him. Yeah. That guy was just really leaning into making his little, like, slack jaw look as uh, was, he, was he the one who was, possible. like, smiling with his tongue out when he was holding up Mandy uh, when she was burning? Was he the one holding? No, that not the, no, he was not the bigger guy. He was, like, the younger guy. Um, he oh, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also, I loved his, his moment with the chemist where he's just like, oh, man. They have wronged you. Oh, that was... It's such See, a good scene. scene. The He's... chemist scene was the, the weakest part of the movie for me, I thought. Oh, um, I loved it. I Yeah. It, it was It was just... I, I, I mean, outside the getting of this information, you know, again, it was leaning into the trippiness of everything going on in the back half of the movie. But, um, yeah. that That was... I think that actually... That is where I kind of jumped out a little bit more. Like, I was like, okay, I was like, on the edge during the murder of the crazy biker, creepy biker dudes. Like, you can't really not get behind that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they're just utterly disgusting. Like, the production di- design on that house is props to them for making it one of the most vile places I've ever seen in a movie. Um, yeah, that that whole, oh, God, that whole, like, it was like a dungeon, not a house. It was yeah. just so grungy and gross. But then, I don't know, the, the chemist scene took me out of a little bit, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, again. I, I was, it was, it was downward trend for me, but not, not that I didn't enjoy it, it was good. Um, and the filmmaking, I think, is really what stands out the most in the movie. I mean, there's no denying that um, Cosmatos... Uh, is a guy with a vision and comes up with creative ways to shoot this everything and find some brilliant shots and pulls off some stuff I never I, you know what it, you know what it kind of reminded me of uh not the way it was shot but it almost had kind of like that 80s filter on it where it looked like it was a you know like a mm-hmm. a grungy 80s like thriller mm-hmm. even even in the even in the slower parts it still had just this kind of like like a film over it. Um, it reminded me a lot of uh, House of the Devil. Mm. Is that... I never saw House of the Devil. But that, I know you, yeah. That's that's another very like slow burn, and then just goes balls to the wall, bonkers. Yeah. Uh, you would you would actually like it a lot. I think I would give it a shot. But no, um... I've heard I've heard both of the. Well, I guess I don't know how many movies Zombie has, but out of, I heard both of his. Non to because no, that's do... not that's not Rob Zombie. It's um, I think it's Which, Ty, oh, Ty House West. of the Devil. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's the what's Rob Zombie's movie where uh, with like the House of a Thousand Corpses? And that then, one. um, no, I guess I've heard this the other one with the family. Are they in that movie too? Oh, I the yeah, food? no, I know the one you're talking about. It is, yeah, there's a sequel to it. Uh, I should know it actually. One of my co workers is gonna kill me for not knowing it. Um, <laughs> Devil's Rejects. Yeah, Devil's Rejects. It's. I think it's the. Isn't his wife in it too? I think she's one of the main three, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. I I've heard those movies. I think the Lords of Salem was a sequel to that as well. 
See, um, I, I started uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, and it was just it was too mm-hmm. gross for me, yeah. at least. Like, I yeah, think... I, I, I mean, that's what I heard. It was very, yeah, gore, gore porn. Yeah, it's like, basically. and I know, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty picky when it comes to it. Like, even Mandy had a couple moments where I was just like, ooh, but yeah, it was done just, just right. Um, yeah, I don't think this movie is gr- gratuitous. In any way, shape, or yeah, form. Yeah, I mean, it's um, cer- it's certainly violent, and it's definitely not one I'm going to be like, oh, mom and dad, you should probably go see this movie. But <laughs> no, I don't think that recommending this movie to anybody over the, <laughs> the age of forty is probably advisable, unless they are. Um, they grew up with like it's like oh man, I always stuff. loved yeah. uh, uh, what's that Wes Craven one? The Hills Have Eyes. I grew up with that and love that. <laughs> oh well, then Mandy's your your drug of choice here. Um, yeah, no, the House of the Devil. That's what is that guy's name? We should look that. Ty up. West. Ty West. Yeah, I've heard he is. Uh, yeah, I've always heard his movies are ones that would be something that horror that might be up my. Um, it's my it's my alley. Yeah, uh, House of the Devil is on my is on my upcoming list of undervalued and underrated horror movies. Hashtag shameless plug. So. Did you enjoy Innkeepers or The Sacrament? His last two movies, his previous two movies. Now The Sacrament, I thought was I thought The Sacrament was uh, Eli Roth. He might have just produced it. I'm looking at IMDb. He directed The Sacrament. Yeah, The Sacrament I liked a lot. Which actually, and that makes more sense because it was like this is pretty like not super gross for an Eli Roth movie. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) It's that was great. Um, What was the other one? The Innkeepers. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I think I've heard the m- most good stuff about that one, actually. Um, so put that on your list, Ben. Of yeah, will do. Horror films to watch. And then oh, you a vo- this keeps <laughs> popping up on my like. If you like, if you like this, you would like. Okay, mm-hmm. so I probably should watch that. I'm just looking at the poster now. Okay. Um, we're getting distracted from Andy. <laughs> Nick Cage. I don't know how I. 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 None of his little Nick Cage isms. In the second half of the movie work. Like, that actually was also turning me on the movie a little bit, I think. When he, like, just, like, the primal screams that came out a couple times. Like, the bathroom scene was fine. Like, when he just, like, rages out after he gets, um, after Mandy's dead and everything. But, um, there's a couple times where he just, he has a couple weird one-liners, even. I'm your god now. (laughs) That just didn't feel... Right with the rest of the movie, and it didn't even seem to fit in with the back half of the movie. They were so sporadic. Like, give him one for every person he kills. If if you're gonna do it, I don't know. I I thought it was fine. Um, yeah. I I mean I I think he was he wasn't very talkative during the last yeah. half for sure. I mean he also wasn't very talkative in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty quiet guy. But um, I loved his last bit with. Uh, with Jeremiah, where he's like acting super confident, and then becomes this sniveling little, you know, insect. Like, mm-hmm. oh, don't kill me, don't kill me. Yeah. I, I thought that was great. It all happens without him even touching him first. That's oh, <laughs> so, so good. I yeah, I did enjoy that. I also really enjoyed that um church set. Whatever it looked like, they built that yeah um hall. To I, burn it down, but um. yeah, and I love I love that shot where you could just see the the fiery crucifix in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of his like weird ass smile when he was driving back? End. Yeah, like that Very was strong. yeah, that was crazy. 
Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Nick Cage knew what was going on there either. So Ben's super, super high on this. I, I would recommend you watch it too if you're in for... If you're a fan of horror, Nick Cage, or um, just, just crazy fucking movies. Yeah, just I looking mean, for is, something something different. This is, yeah, this will do that. <laughs> but I, I think, um, I mean, I'm not... I'm not one who likes to spoil talk about their favorite movies, but I'm getting the vibe that this is easily top five material for you this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. This, um, I mean, we've got like, you know, uh, bad times at El Royale. We've got Halloween coming up and as excited as I am for those, like they have, they have a high hill to climb. I got to tell you what, what was the last horror film you liked as much as this one? Or what would you? What Ooh. genre would you even throw this movie in? Yeah, that's the thing, because it's like it's it's it starts like its first half is just so not horror. It's like unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess it's kind of like The Witch, as in where it's just like it's just you're kind of uncomfortable. I mean, the Witch for a never really makes a turn. Like, I mean, The Witch yeah, gets pretty yeah. crazy at but the it, end of the movie too. But, but it's mostly kind of just like unsettling. You know, it's that very like. You're not. You, you want to just kind of settle in, but you're kind of uncomfortable the whole time. Well, if I um, go by letterbox stalking, you watched The Witch fairly recently, which I think you would say was your last great, which was probably yeah, which yeah. I, so like uh, you would probably, probably would have. I would. You would have guessed this is your best favorite horror movie since The Witch. I would have bet. Correct. Yes, The Witch. The but Witch is my second favorite more? horror film of all time. Okay. Um, but you're taking The Witch over this. They're different experiences. It's like, yeah, like as a horror movie, yeah, I would put The Witch yeah. above Mandy. But I don't know. I might like again. Like, I need to rewatch uh, Mandy because uh, mm-hmm. I've only seen it the one time. I've seen The Witch like four or five times. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't conclusively say. Yeah. But Ma- Mandy may have a good shot at at being a a better overall movie with time. Are you waiting to see this and buy it on Blu-ray next month? Already pre-ordered it. <laughs> yeah, only fifteen bucks. You should. Yep. Um, okay. And this, this is one I'll lend all my coworkers. Guys, watch this movie. <laughs> no, don't do that. You might get fired. Um, <laughs> I'll Ben. I'll give you two minutes to sell the Predator since you missed out on that uh, podcast. Okay, so selling the Predator. That's that's a. That's a I, I paid lip there. service like, yeah. to yeah. Your, what your notes you told us. I assume you guys are just yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, which is which is fair. No, we just um, we're just like, yeah, Ben's wrong. You know, let's <laughs> Yeah, and to be honest, like I can't really argue against it. Like it's it's not a good movie. There's no way I'm gonna be like, you know what, Predator is a well-made, cohesive movie. Like it is just well done. No, it is it is really poorly made. Especially when you think about Shane Black directing, it's like, dude, this is the nice guys. This is, like, what the hell? But, um, I think some of the the characters still have enough of that Shane Black humor. The action is still fun enough, and it just, it feels like a, 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 a fun, a dumb fun 90s action romp kind of thing. So, it's, it's not, like, I can't recommend it to everyone, but it's it's so like it, it was endearing to me just how cheesy it was, especially uh, the ending, which I won't spoil on this podcast. I still think we did not. Ben and I saw this movie together, but we did not discuss it really much afterwards. But the I literally the reveal at the end of the ending, like there's, I yeah. think the movie does a decent job of building up t- 
attention. And we talk about this on the podcast a little bit. But literally, Ben, they reveal what it is supposed to... I mean, they the, the tension releases before they reveal what it is. And there was like 30 seconds when I'm like, that's it? What the fuck am I even looking at? Yeah. I mean, then, it's, it's and, clearly but, like they're setting up just, for a sequel. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. but that... That is like the like the the perfect description of the movie. Like it just is so poorly made and assembled. And again, and then, I can't yeah. I can't argue against that. Yeah. I I can't like. And, and when I'm, something cool happens, it's like yeah, okay, that was yeah. But I think I think I got more enjoyment out of it than you guys. And I, I and I'm not I'm not saying you guys are wrong because you're right. This is not a good movie. I just but I still I still couldn't help but enjoy it. And I felt like so torn because it's just like, even even as a Predator fan, it's like it's not really a Predator movie. It's so different. Well, the Predators are so little in the movie. I was shocked. Yeah, like, and then like the 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 super Predator is like not really a Predator because it's like he does he barely turns invisible. It's like what the fuck and doesn't have any of that big tech for the most part. So yeah, why make a giant deal about hybridization but then don't have a predator that has anything different than yeah it's oh, he just has like interior had, exoskeleton yeah, it's like we adapted him to be able to turn invisible without tech okay <laughs> but again I feel like, like we could have convinced you if you were that that podcast so. i mean again it's like you've convinced me that it's, you didn't have to convince me i know it's a bad movie it's just, it doesn't mean i didn't enjoy it it's it's a no, guilty ben, it pleasure. was my two thumbs down when you asked me how the movie was that changed your mind no like, no i was aware i was <laughs> like i told you man that that shot with uh what's his bucket uh i'm dropping his name from oh shit Man, I can just not get names today. Uh, the scene with the glasses that I told you about, uh, Sterling K. Brown, mm-hmm. where it's like his glasses just magically appear on his face and he takes them off like almost immediately. And it's just like, the fuck was that? And like you said, that's a pretty good summarization of the entire movie. So go watch Mandy. They're and actually trying to put it in more theaters this week. Cause are they? Yeah, okay, because um, I was actually again shameless plug. I was writing up my my underrated, and I was going to put my underrated horror films list, and I was going to put this on it because uh, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to get the recognition it deserves, like widespread. No, I would still put it on there. It's not getting a wide release. It's just yeah, and it's like like it's, the Draft House movie. The Draft House theaters are trying to keep it. They're trying to find spots to fill it yeah, in. Yeah, it keeps and... blowing up my my Facebook. I keep seeing like Draft House stuff. For Mandy, which I'm like, okay, at least you guys understand the gem you have here. I would have and liked to have seen this movie with an audience. I think that could have been interesting. Uh, I would have. I think it I could have been it. really. I think it could have made the back half more fun if people were. If I was in a room full of people eating it up, I think it could have made a big difference. See, um, I think I. I think I would have made it worse because I just. I kept like actually saying out loud what the fuck like (laughs) i probably did that like seven or eight times during this movie that's how Um, that's how crazy it is that's that's what i was doing when i watched the predator so um well i was doing yeah but you were doing that in a bad way (laughs) um so so go go rent see mandy see it in theater i it's totally worth seeing in the big screen if you can it's it is a visually interesting and uh alluring you have a 4K movie tv it's fine no don't did. listen to ben um <laughs> but you can also rent it at home right now for five bucks on amazon if you want to do that so, and it's coming um, to blu-ray or 
Yeah, and then if you love it like Ben, soon. you can pre-order the Blu-ray for $15 more on Amazon, too. So, so much. Um, yep, so that's going to do it. Um, you can find us at middleofrow.com, Middle of the Row on Facebook, at Middle of Row on Twitter, and Middle of Row on Tumblr. And Ben, where can they find you on the internet? You guys can find me on... Uh... Twitter and on Letterboxd that at the Grigsby Bear without the at on Letterboxd, but the Grigsby Bear. I'm at Zach Goldenberg. Find me wherever you can find that. And um, I'll probably put this up before the Predator podcast because it's I'm not going to really have to do any editing on this one. This You're more excited me. about this one too. Um, <laughs> and I think this is a little more relevant. They're, the people are still talking about Mandy. No one gives a fuck about the Predator anymore. Which makes um, me so sad. Uh, but yeah, so you're probably going to hear me promote us talking about this potentially on the Predator episode, which comes next. And um, yeah, until then, uh, remember the best seats are in the middle of the row. <laughs>